Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby Podcast. I'm your host, John Power, joined once again by the man, the myth, the legend, my co-host, Sean Bennett. We got a jam-packed episode this evening, ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around, and we're excited to be here. Barucas have been ordered. Isn't that right, Sean? I, I cannot tell you how excited I am. I've been meaning to pick up some Barucas for a while. For those who don't know, I think we mentioned in our last episode, Baruca nuts are one of the healthiest nuts really on the planet. And uh, well, it's, a finally, food. it's a super food. I finally pulled the trigger. John and I ordered bags and um, we're hopefully we're going to be able to, to open them up and try them for the first time in one of our upcoming episodes. But uh, I, I can't right. tell you how excited I am. We're, we're, we're definitely excited for the Baruca lifestyle. I, I, if I don't feel empowered to go and uh, just run a mile, then I'm, an, I'm not going to order them ever again, for sure. And we'll let you know if they're worth it because Sean is, he knows when something's good and when it's bad. So we're going to uh, definitely try those live, hopefully next week. And if you haven't heard our nutrition episode last week, it was very interesting. A uh, new perspective from the, the how-to hobby boys which I thought was quite fun. Sean, you're, yeah, man, I just, I'm just inspired by you and your journey. But before we get into tonight's content, let's talk about the things that we all love to talk about, which is social media and, and websites, right, Sean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I am, uh, I keep an eye on it. Um, some would call it hawk-like, but uh <laughs> I try and keep an eye on everything. He does. So if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can email us at howtohobbypodcast at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, Twitter, and that's at howtohobbypodcast. Definitely give us a follow. And Sean will be sure to see everything you put out there. Howtohobbypodcast.com is our website. So if you want to see and stay up to date on everything we're doing, from Sean's wild eats to John's crazy feats, it's all there on the howtohobbypodcast.com. But without further ado, we're going to talk about some things tonight that we're very excited to share, Sean. And the first and foremost, I just want to let the listeners know I, I, I celebrated a dad milestone this, this last weekend. Did you? I did. I did. It was, uh, I was able to take my son on his first ever camping trip. Ooh into the the wild of Arizona. We went up out of the out of the city, get me out of here and made our way up to the Rim Canyon, which is a beautiful rim uh, just outside of Payson, Arizona. And believe it or not, it's actually at 7,000 feet of elevation. So it's a you get up there into the pines and some some nice trees. Uh, I think there were some some crazy stat this guy that i was camping with um said and i can't remember what it is but it's the longest run of this species of tree Hmm. in the u.s which is kind of cool i don't know the species though sean so i can't (laughs) just you're gonna have to go back i'm gonna have to go back and and ask the same guy (laughs) what these trees are and he'll be there uh but let me tell you sean remember how we talked about getting out in the wild is nice and relaxing Well. This I feel time like you definitely have a story coming. This is good. I'm this, excited. This time it wasn't relaxing. <laughs> oh no. 
Well, let me just tell you, first and foremost, Arizona's different. Uh, go figure. So yep. this is pretty much you drive and there's no reservations. You can camp wherever you want. Ooh, that's cool. And it's free. You literally just pull off, do whatever you want. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to meet these people that I don't, I've never met before. And, um, or, well, I've never camped with before. I know them. I've met them through our community here in Chandler that we're establishing, but, uh, I didn't know where they were going to be because there was no cell phone service. Mm. So once you get out there, you are off Mm -hmm. and it is a rural road. So it went from uh, me and me and my son are driving along, you know, it's a very nice winding road paved. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, you're going on unmaintained roads. And I was like, whoa, all right, this is getting serious. And so it's just gravel for at least 20 minutes. No, no. Like, tell me what, what car were you driving? Oh, well, I'm actually going to keep that, uh, that little fact hidden. Okay. okay. But I'll tell, I won't tell you the make of the model because that's going to be coming up <laughs> hint, hint later on in the episode, but I will tell you it is a two door coupe with very thin tires okay uh, <laughs> the best the best off-road the best off-road vehicle you can ask for and it let's just say i'm not a subi driver out there okay. yet okay. i'm not i haven't joined uh the subi club hint hint <laughs> <laughs> man uh, um well we've we've already given us a little bit away <laughs> but anyway regardless uh, I had my little car and I'm just rolling down this rural road and there was rocks and, and I didn't think this was possible, Sean, but actually when we turned to get to our actual campsite, like our, we were going to this place called bear Canyon Lake. Okay. When you turn to get on that for one, it's, it's the second to last place. So you go like 20 miles out there and then you take the right. When you take the right, it was boulders. I oh, mean, I God. was I mean, I'm being a little dramatic, but for my car, it was, bold. I mean, it went from like, okay, we're on gravel to like, my son was in the back, like just bouncing around. And then he kind of like, it was fun at first. And then it, and then it got a little, like, he was like, you know, cause he, he, he was like, this is going on a long time. And I was like, anyway, we got out there. It turns out I'm not the only one that wants to go out to these places. Okay. All night long, there was just these dune buggies. I mean, till two in the morning. And then, Sean, the dreaded generator and no. music blasting. Oh, God. All, until one. I mean, dude, it was. And I, I couldn't believe it. I'm one of those people. You know me. Mm-hmm. I, I came in. I sighted it out. And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make our tent more back, like behind all the commotion where the center of, of the people are that like, you know, there's always that fulcrum of tents. Mm-hmm. And, but if you go a little bit further to like the outer rim, you're all alone. Well, yep. it just so happened that I picked this outer rim spot. And then this caravan started to come and build slowly over the night and it just got bigger and bigger. And, and soon enough, they were at my back door and I was like, what? <sighs> anyway, Harrison, my son did, he did well, uh, but and, and, and first major camping trip for him. Uh, he came back with a, with a load of confidence. I couldn't believe it. It was so interesting to see. He came back and he was all just, I mean, 
he felt it. He felt like I have gone through something. It was interesting at, from a from a dad perspective. Yeah. So exciting. Definitely a, a, a top moment. And then and then being in the tent with my son, it was just like it was I don't know. It was like this you often in like I never imagined that I'd be there, I guess. That's kind mm-hmm. of where I was at as far as my headspace. Um and you know, just all the times of camping with my dad came flooding back. And I'm like, wow, this is this is it. This is <laughs> this is it. <laughs> that's that's so cool that you got to see it from your dad's perspective, you know, getting getting to see that. And I can't imagine how many other trips you guys are gonna do. And it's only gonna get better the older he gets too, and the more confidence he gets. I know, man. It's great. Well, and we have one coming up. We're going to Grand Canyon as a family, the full Ooh. family going out. Uh, so we'll have to do a little review of that as well, but without further ado, Sean, I, well, first, I mean, you got anything you want to let the listeners know this week, anything going on that, uh, needs to be unveiled? Not, not really. Um, <clears throat> going to good old Disneyland tomorrow, really stoked for that. Um, always like Ooh. hitting that. I haven't been there in a couple of years with COVID. So we're excited to do that. And then. Yeah, no, just trying to survive work another week, another week down. And um, yeah, just trying. I'm getting ready for summer, getting ready for my trip. I uh, bought myself some binoculars um, for when I'm in Washington, some really good Vortex binoculars for hunting. So taking those and then I'm just trying to get my pack ready for this trip to Washington. I've decided instead of doing a suitcase, I'm going to actually be doing my uh Backpack, backpacking backpack is what I'm gonna gonna take with me. And I'll be checking it. So I've been researching tips and tricks for checking backpacks. Um, and then uh I'm gonna just load it out because for me, I'm flying to Spokane and then catching a bus an hour and a half to Kettle Falls and then getting a ride from someone to Kettle Falls, and then I'm staying at a little cabin while I'm out there. And uh I just decided I didn't want to be lugging uh suitcase with wheels around i was like yeah let's put it on my back so i'm actually going to be pulling the uh, osprey out and using that pretty excited oh nice man what are these uh vortex i've never heard of the vortex yeah optics the the beanox as we used to call them (laughs) back in my day (laughs) so for anyone out there vortex nation is a thing Um, oh Oh, but, news yeah, to me. They have a really cool podcast. I recommend you go listen to it, Vortex <laughs> Nation. Really cool podcast on hunting and binoculars and things like that. John um, is the podcast, man. I'm <laughs> telling you that he pulls out a new one every week that I didn't even know existed. It's amazing. I try. I try. So I actually got myself a pair of Vortex Diamondback HD 10 by 42 binoculars. They were about... Wow. $220 on Amazon. They were on sale. Um, they're normally about 300 bucks. So I'm glad I, I got them on sale. But the Diamondback HD. Diamondback HD. Yeah. They're they're kind of the the mid-class range of glass that Vortex offers. They have a diamondback range in in all of their products, um, with the razor being the top of the top, like three thousand dollar binoculars um three thousand dollars yeah holy moly they're kind of insane um i got a question sean how in the world did you find this brand and are i mean is this like when you put these on are you transported to 
Star Wars land? Like, am I looking through a, a Star Wars scope? Like, you know, when, you know what I'm talking about? When, yeah, when the yeah. probe droid and all the different, they're like always, no, it was the Sam people when he pulls out those uh, Luke in episode mm-hmm. four. He's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're Sam people down there. All right. But I can't quite. Oh! And he gets to ambush. <laughs> I don't actually, let that happen to you, Sean. I will try not to. Keep I your B-knocks found... down when there's a predator in front of you. Yes. I actually found Vortex. They're a really well-known brand for rifle scopes. And I've been researching oh, them a lot. Oh, I see. They've got a yep. couple subcategories. Red yes, dots. Yes, they do. Yep, Ooh. rifle scopes, red dots, binoculars, and then spotting scopes, rangefinders, things like that. So they're one of the, the more well-known brands for uh, scopes. And so I've been looking at them for a while. When I do finally get a long-range rifle, that's I'm going to be doing a Vortex, probably a Diamondback HD. Uh, first focal plane is what I'll be sticking with. Um, so I just went with the binoculars. It was recommended by the guys running the course in Washington too. They said these are the best entry level binoculars. Um, I wasn't willing to spend a whole lot. I just wanted something that's entry level, but good quality. And so that's why I went with, um, with these. And I'll admit I've done some bird watching out my back door. That's the closest I've gotten to using them, but they are pretty nice. I have to admit. Dude. Well, I want to, I want a full report when, when you come back, we're going to have to do like a Sean and John gear, gear patrol review from 2020 purchases or something, because, uh, I just got a, a new dual camping. I've never gotten one of these before. Uh, but for the, since the family's involved now, I have to up the the inventory, the camping inventory. Okay. So we got a, a dual cook system. Uh, you put the propane on the side and it's a dual burner, uh, camp, camp burner set. I I want one of those so bad. I, I, I just couldn't believe, you know, I'm like the ultra light guy. Mm -hmm, So I mm -hmm. don't ever, I don't really, I, I, my, my stove is the size of a quarter when Mm -hmm. it's folded up and it's about the same it's 25 grams it's a total marketing ploy but yeah i got this new uh gsi uh camp burner uh let me see i'll find the exact oh yeah i'm i've wanted one of these i was actually just looking at rei for something similar um yeah well and okay so this is the big question for for you there's the one that i got is a it's called the Selkirk. Okay. I got the 460. Okay. But there's a 540. And the only difference is the the width of the burner. Like it can take more um, pots and pans, like oh, okay. uh, more okay. of a diameter. So the, the overall length of the of, of your cooking area is bigger on the 540. I don't know what mm-hmm. the numbers mean. But I'll, I'll, we, again, we'll do a full review. This will be fun uh in in i don't know a couple after i do this trip and then you do when is your trip coming up mine's in uh the last week of may into the first week of june i'll be gone basically from may 30th to june 6th perfect okay so yeah that's uh we're gonna definitely do that and we can we can see if we've uh if you've bought any more expensive toys that i can Mm -hmm. get excited about because my feeling i will (laughs) <laughs> i I hope you do all right so let's uh without further ado sean let's jump into tonight's 
main events. Yeah. Tonight is the the one that everybody's been waiting for. All the listeners, they've been pinging Sean left and right. Uh, Sean, when and and where and what do you drive? It's such a good question because cars, cars can define so much of your personality without you ever really realizing it. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to talk about what, what we both drive. Now I I want to start with what you drove on this trip because I have to know what you decided to drive while you were bouldering. Uh, yes. Um, well. I so I have a uh, it's not desert rated by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> Sean. So don't I can see the gleam in your eyes. You're like waiting for something to to oh, pop. It's be so good. And um, yeah, no, I drive an Acura RSX Type S. It is a. Have, have you have you seen my car? I don't think I have. I've only wow. ever seen your your other car that I'm assuming we'll get to. But now I haven't seen your Acura. Yeah, you, you, we've been out on the trail when I when my wife let me take her car, which was yep. cool. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I got to take my wife's car for a second. Um, yeah, I didn't even mention this about the trip, but my tire did almost go flat on my oh, right Lord. side at oh, the Lord. end of. I had to boogie back down to the to the lake front and get the get the Rangers to fill up. They pulled out the compressor. That was mm. great. Free air. I was stoked. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was. And I just, he's like, do you know how to use one of these son? I was like, yes, I do, sir. <laughs> and I took it and I just filled it all up. He was, he was, uh, he was all stoked. But for the listeners who aren't familiar, look up the Acura RSX type S. It is a wonderful machine. 200 horsepower. The try and true K24 engine developed by honda i mean this thing is a legend in the game it runs like a champ i have two hundred and twenty-four thousand miles on my wow. car wow this thing other than the ac sometimes going out it is an amazing machine and in arizona that's that could be a little <laughs> a little uncomfortable that could make do you have ac problems uh, no, I don't. Thank you don't. God. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I, I, my AC is is golden right now. I'm trying to. I, I need to dig in. I've been trying, like, I've been slowly whittling away on the uh, on trying to get it fixed because I am one of those people. I just choose to fix my car. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I mean, it's it's a six speed manual transmission. So if you don't like manual, yep. I mean that's what it, it's it's all about the experience, right? Now, I will tell you when I was after driving two and a half hours and then getting on that really the, the gravel road and then into the even bumpier road, I wasn't happy. I hate to say uh-huh. I used to drive a stick, too. And while I never took it off road because it was an old, old, old uh, Volkswagen Jetta um, 1.8 liter turbo thing had no horsepower whatsoever. But lawnmower. Um, yeah. Bang. Even. Even just in traffic, it sucks. I can't imagine taking that thing off road, and uh, my my left leg would have gotten so tired with the clutch. I I just I don't know for for me. I guess the thing was I wasn't expecting it to be that. Mm-hmm. On the way out, I was like, oh, it's so funny how expectation and and perception play such a big role in our everyday interactions. Because when that road turned to even worse, I was like, oh. 
of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then on the way out, I was like, this is very nice. This is relaxing. Even though my tire was almost flat. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. It's just, it's a strange, but I think that was the thing. It was a long trip up there. It was hot. And I was just kind of, I, I had no idea that nobody had said, Hey John, by the way, don't take your two door sports car uh-huh. on to, I mean, my, my poor car, it's like completely dusted over. It's, it's a, it's a beast. I love it, but yeah, it has a new fresh layer of paint. So nice. Yeah. And, and honestly it performed really well. That's the other thing that I think from my perspective is a lot of times we buy more than we think we need. And my mm-hmm. dad really taught, taught me this a, a long time ago. Um, he would always like, we would go off into the desert on these terrible roads in a, in a minivan. And, and I guess minivans are all right. Mm-hmm. But like before that, it was a Corolla, uh, one of the old Toyota Corollas from the nineties, mm-hmm. like 91. Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, I guess I'm just a product of my upbringing once again. Um, but I have no, at the, in the current economy, I have no, dreams of buying a bigger vehicle mm-hmm. to be able to tackle better off-road terrain just because the gas prices oh, dude yeah i know it's five dollars a gallon here is it seven dollars a gallon out there uh i paid 574 at costco today and that's the cheapest that i've seen um what in the world wait six, a second 649 at the mobile down for my office for okay. regular that's yeah. that's making me feel a little better but even still yeah arizona's supposed to be dude some i'm telling you man something's going on they're like <laughs> they're getting greedy dude they're getting greedy it's supposed yeah. to be a dollar cheaper 100 it's not five dollars in arizona are you mm-hmm. kidding me that is insane sean there goes johnny p's raise man <laughs> i am now just a regular old joe schmo again Mm-hmm. At least you can ride your bike to work. Yes, there you go. Thinking with the silver lining, I am happy about my bike. Good. I'm just, ah, uh, gosh, man, it's hard. It's hard to not be a little frustrated. I ha- I hate to say it, and I'm oh, I don't know oh, what yeah. the listeners think. Maybe they're frustrated. I don't know. Let us know what your frustrations are with this this craziness going on out here in the world. John's making moves. Sean's making bank i mean this is <laughs> oh anyway let's let's keep going enough belly wagon about uh about inflation that's impacting everybody i mean really at the end of the day it's it's everybody's in the same boat yeah fortunate nobody nobody's above it um so sean you've been you've been dragging me through the mud with my acura i love it i won't get a, I, sometimes i do say Okay, I'm, I, well, I'll admit, I have been thinking about getting a four-door because at some point I will need to get a four-door for the kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know that that's coming. Mine's just a straight two-door coupe with bucket seats in the back. Like you, you know, Ooh. you, so it's not, it's not ideal. Uh, so we can, you know, I can maybe let you know later on the episode what I'm considering. But uh, even then, I'm, I'm still kind of like, dude, I just want to go as long as I can on, in the car that I have. Because yep. to your point, I don't drive to work. I ride yep. my bike. Yeah. For me, I drive 
30, like 32 miles each way to work um, from where I live right now. So if I, if I move closer, it'll be nicer and maybe I'd be able to bike to work, but 30 miles each way is just a little too far for me right now. Um, so I, I have to drive, which is painful on the wallet with gas prices, but I luckily got a car, a new car about three and a half years ago now. Um, yes, you did. Yeah. So I drive right big now. Big moment. It was a big moment. It was the first new car I'd ever had. Um, most of my life, I always had Craigslist cars. So it was just, what's the max you can afford right now? Let's just look on Craigslist. And I always had problems. Every single car I ever bought had problems. I always ended up putting more money into it than what I bought it for with repairs and all kinds of stuff. Um, so this is the first time I actually went new. And I went with a 2019 Subaru Forester Premium. It's got the moonroof. It's got um, a 2.5 liter four-cylinder boxer engine. Um 182 horsepower i think not a whole lot but enough to get itself out of its own way and i feel like it's got enough giddy up for me and then it gets pretty decent fuel economy about 28 miles a gallon so um could could be worse on the, the fuel economy it does hurt a little bit with the pump right now um the bump. yeah the, i the bump. i still every day and i've had that car i purchased it like november of 2018 and i've have to this day not found a single thing i don't like about it um i still get in it every day just in awe of how much i enjoy it how awesome of a ride it is i've done some upgrades to it got some mud flaps got some crossbars oh yeah um, i remember i saw some of the stuff i, I was i was impressed sean yeah, I got a tow hitch installed and I'm actually going to be towing a fridge this weekend um, for the first time actually towing something with that car. So I'm, I'm really excited and I, I really, really like the, that car and I don't know if I'll, I won't get rid of it before it dies. I'm going to drive that thing into the ground. Um, I absolutely love that thing. But I alluded to you a while ago, I have kind of a funny story of when I when I bought that car of, um, Oh, do tell Sean. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I tried to buy a car with a credit card, or at least a portion of a car with a credit card. Um, and so, this was so, but, but give, give a little bit of context here. You had been, I mean, I, when I met Sean, he was driving as he, as he said earlier, he was driving the uh, GTI, right? It's the Volkswagen. No, it was the 1.8 turbo. So it wasn't the, the diesel. Um, it was gas, but it was the Volkswagen Jetta. It was a 2000 Jetta. I bought it on Craigslist for, I think like 4,000 or 3,500 or something. Um, had been used and abused pretty hard before I got it. And there was a lot of stuff I had to do to it, but it was, you know, manual. I loved that thing. Um, and, and you forgot it's also a, a Volkswagen. So after a yeah. thousand, it just... <laughs> I made it, I made it to like 94,000 before the transmission oh, gave out. Gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know you hate, oh. you hate it when certain cars really live up to the stereotype. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I just, that's the thing that kills you about the certain car manufacturers. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was basically on time with the hundred K. Um, but I, I, I did love that car, but I always knew I wanted to upgrade something bigger, something better. And so I had my eyes set on quite a few different cars. It took me almost a year 
to finally pick a car. And that was mainly due to the fact that I wanted to save up as much money as I could for a down payment because I knew I was going to have to finance. I wasn't going to be able to pay the whole thing. And I told myself, I have a car that works and I want to have a down payment large enough to where the monthly payment is not a burden. I want Mm. it to be something that I can afford, something that I can do. And um, so I saved up for almost a year. I saved just over $10,000 in a year um, to be able to put a down payment. I was going to say, I'm going to put down 10K. I don't want to finance more than 25. Put my car payment at about just under 500 a month. I could do it. I could afford it. And it wasn't going to be something that I was concerned about, you know, not meeting a car payment. And so I went in knowing I had 10K saved up in the bank and I knew I had a credit card with a higher limit than 10K. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to put my down payment on a credit card because I'm going to get baller points over here. Like I'm going to get, you're, you're churning it. You're churning it. Create crazy points. I'm going to do it. So I went through all of the paperwork. It took me almost, I think, eight hours from the time I showed up at the dealer to the time I was walking away with keys. Um, and I went through all of this. I was going to put, I told him I was going to put 10K down. I was going to be financing. I think I financed 27.5. Um, and then the guy goes, okay, uh, you know, let's go ahead and do your payment. And so I pull up my credit card and he looks at me like I was on something. And he's like, you can't pay with a credit card. And like, my whole world shattered because I had no other form of payment. I didn't have a cashier's check, no check with me. I've been here for so long. Was and this, now he, okay. Were, were you actually, had you had any sustenance? Like what's, what happened? I've never experienced this. So, I mean, oh, again, when you're yeah. sitting there, do they, do they like, are they like, all right, sir, wait, we need to go run some, run some stuff. And they like leave you or are you there the whole time? How did, what, what, give me, no, it's a good point. So when uh, I, I got to the lot, I knew exactly what car I wanted to test drive. I'd been looking at it for a while and I got there, grabbed you the came car up to the guy and you're like, yep, I, I want to test drive one. that one. And the guy, luckily the guy was really cool, really patient. Let me take it on a much longer test drive than I think you're supposed to. He even let me take it into the dirt lot behind the building to play with some of the off-roading capabilities that it has. Um, it was just all around a really good experience. And then from the time I got there to sitting down with that guy, running the initial numbers, getting my interest rates, all that stuff, I, uh, it's probably about four to six hours somewhere in there. And then I had to sit down with the finance guy that took another two hours. So like I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was tired. And now the guy goes, you can't pay with a credit card. I I was so defeated. I was like, Oh my God, don't tell me I have to come back tomorrow. Like I don't want to have to miss out on this car. And he was like, yeah, the credit card companies caught on for people trying to put big payments on their credit cards for points. And they weren't willing to take that liability, which is exactly what I was trying to do, which I'll admit credit card companies are smarter than we like to give them credit for. But uh, yeah. So what I found. No, they're not. not. They don't know. And they also they don't, don't care. That's true. That's <laughs> they true. don't care because they have 800,000 people that are under underwater. So that's know. true. I mean, so I, I was, don't know. That's the way I look at it at least. Yeah, but this time they were, they caught on to your, 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 yeah, your they boy. On. So uh, per, I think California state law, you can pay up to $3,000 on a credit card for a down payment. 
and then oh. um, the rest, if you're paying anything higher, you have to have a cashier's check. So what I did is I paid three thousand on the credit card. As soon as it, the charge hit, I went ahead and transferred the funds from my savings account. That way, it was basically nice. paid off. That credit card never really saw that charge as a carried balance. Beautiful. Um, and then I went and got a cashier's check the next day, drove it over in that car because he let me take it off the lot. And then I drove it in that car and, and gave my rest of my 7000 in my uh, cashier's check. But yeah, I learned the hard way that you you are limited in what you can do or a down payment with a credit card when buying that car. Wow. Well, that's an interesting, uh, interesting story. And I think it's kind of a, it's a bummer, man. I wish I, I totally would, I would do the same exact thing, but okay. This is the big question. You love your car. You've, you've owned it. You've been driving it. You still get joy out of it, which is amazing. Would you ever buy new again? No, no, I wouldn't. Uh, as much as I have enjoyed owning a new car and knowing that every mile yeah, I bought it with 88 miles. So knowing that basically every mile on that car I put on it, um, it feels really cool, but also watching the depreciation happen faster than your car payments is really dis- depressing really. And so for me, if I were going to do it, I would go the, the route of probably certified pre-owned. Okay. Um, I think still having something that you know is in good quality and has a warranty, but not something brand new. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then, Get yeah, that support. Exactly. We can go into a different episode, but I ended up paying the car off. It was a five-year car loan. I paid it off in under three years. Um, oh. And yeah, so I, I was happy to, to get that loan you were off. Going, you were going for it. It was like any bonus money Shawnee B got, he was throwing it into the car. Smart yep. man, though. I was doing the same thing. We paid off cars. I think I paid off my wife's car uh, a year prior to you paying yours off, right? Yep. We paid yeah. ours off in beginning, end, sorry, end of 2019, right before we bought our first house. And that was kind of the way we celebrated. We went from having debt to then having a lot more debt. A lot, a lot of debt. <laughs> <laughs> Your debt to income ratio, that's, shout out. That's celebrate by getting out anyway it's it, it worked out for us but um because that asset is not depreciating <laughs> but uh anyway yeah it's kind of you're you're you were right there behind me and i remember we were we would talk about yeah I'm, we get that extra paycheck in those months and it was like oh, oh God. all of it's going into the car yep, loan. basically whole whole it's all going in the car loan any tax returns i got straight went to the car any bonuses or, or any extra side income I had from doing any side jobs went straight to the car. Uh, basically every extra penny I had went to that car loan. And there's a lot of, I think we can definitely get into it when we come back to a financial uh, episode, where we're really talking about the specifics of how to pay off loans at faster rates and how to make extra payments, principal only payments oh. and things like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I was very, very glad when I was able to just transfer money and pay that last car payment. And I got the the pink slip in the mail. I was now the owner, like full owner of the car. It was a very satisfying experience. That's so great, man. I mean, it really is a celebration whenever you had, you hit those milestones. And I don't think, you know, being judicious with your payments is very rewarding. And there's, there's nothing really, it, it sucks in the moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I think we both had similar, like our car payment was like just over 200 a month. 
Mm-hmm. I judging by, well, I don't know. I don't know what yours was, but it, I, it was probably pretty close because we it, put, no, it, was, it was more, it was about 500 a month. Oh, um, wow. Cause I okay. ended up financing, I financed about 28,000 with oh uh, so it was just more upfront than my because my yeah. wife's car was like 22 i think yeah with with all of the warranties and everything i got with my car um ended up starlink out, i know starlink ended up coming out to about thirty-eight thousand for the whole package and i put ten thousand down so i financed about 20 27 5 and was able to get that paid off in in about just under three years so oh man well well done without uh without getting into the the meats and potatoes of our final category, which is going to be absolutely unbelievable. I can't wait to, to finish out the episode. I just want to, I'm going to, I'm asking for a friend, Shauna. I'm, if I were to, I have a, I have three cars that I'm interested in, in, in checking out over the mm-hmm. next couple of years. Uh, and I'm interested to hear your, your thoughts on which one you think might fit me best. Do it. So uh, let's see, I'm going to start off with the, the car that I was, I've been looking at probably since a very young age, and I still think it's a it's a great it's a great car, and that's the uh, Honda Civic Si four door. What a classic! Like there's there's no more iconic car than maybe the Camry or the the Oldsmobile as the Civic. Like well, and I, dude, so this is this is the part that sells me, Sean, and and so this this is my pick right now. I'd have to say this is pick number one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason why is because it's four door, right? It starts at only 2,700 or t- sorry, $27,000. I wish it was 2,700. <laughs> My goodness. That would be amazing. Yep. 27,000. Now, again, I would never buy new. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, what I'm thinking strategy wise, just like you're saying is in a couple of years, uh, I would get the used version of this year or something, you know? So like in, then in the next year that I'm looking at cars, which will probably be three years from now or something, mm-hmm. I could be looking at 2022 models or yeah. 2023. Yep. So anyway, I'm sort of just getting an idea, but get this, the Civic with its 200 horsepower turbocharged engine okay. still gets 27 to 37 miles per gallon. Wow. Come on, man. I mean, I, like to me, that is just, and it's the reliability of a Civic. I mean, you just, ah, yeah. Like I, Hondas, my brother had a Honda Acura or not Honda Acura. Good Lord. Uh, he <laughs> the, had a, the brands had a, the, they had, they got married. They had a baby, a Honda <laughs> Accord. He had a Honda Accord for a while. And it's, while they may not be the flashiest cars, they are the single most reliable brand i oh. think for any car out there you can't beat a honda and and so much fun they're also probably the most fun car out there as well which is which is awesome and it has okay so it has the apple car play it has all that stuff and mm-hmm. you know whatever okay but i'll give you my second i'll give you my okay. second that and this is okay well i'll just i'll just i'll spoil it sean since i am out here in arizona you're not going to believe it, but I'm also looking into all-wheel drive four doors cars, okay. not okay. not SUVs or trucks. And the one the, the next two are both all-wheel drive and they're both four doors. I love personally I love hatchbacks. 
That's what my Acura is. It's a mm -hmm. hatchback. I love okay. it. It, okay. it. The beauty, the utilitarian nature of the car. I can fit my mountain bike, my bike in there. No problem. Surfboards. No problem. It's amazing. It's my truck. Like, I, that's awesome. So, but I'm considering the WRX. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to test drive one so bad when I was searching for cars, but I knew it was, it was not going to be my thing. Cause I, I wanted an SUV. I didn't want a sedan, but man, they are so sexy inside. Yeah, man. And well, so, so play it out. You know, we got the, I'm, I'm looking at their, their prices here. So the standard WRXX WRX right now, Subaru, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware of the RSX, um, it's 29 grand. So yeah. two, 2000 more dollars, but the highway, the, the fuel economy is 26 to 19, which, yeah. so, so you it's take this all wheel drive, the all wheel drive. You generally get a little lower fuel economy, um, and a little bit of a rougher ride too, but you get the the benefits of, of all-wheel drive in a sedan, which very few sedans come in an all-wheel drive. Well, and that's, that's, that's the key, right? Because out here, it would be, it would be nice to have a little bit more confidence. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's on the, it's on the list. It's just something I'm considering. Now, again, both of these are manual. I am not going to automatic. I'm going to stay yep. manual. Do it. Uh, I miss, I miss manual. Six as, speed. As, Painful as it was in traffic, I really, really do miss driving my manual Jetta. It's 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 always going to be me. Now, pick three, pick three, Sean. This is the this is the one that I I think I'm stretching. Okay, this is a stretch goal. Uh, have you heard of it? It is the Toyota GR Corolla. I have not. Three hundred horsepower, one point six liter. Three cylinder turbo engine. What? 100 horsepower per cylinder. Oh my God. Six speed manual, all wheel drive. This just like, I, for listeners, go, I recommend you go look this up because I had not heard of this before. This car looks like a beast. Dude, well, it is. <laughs> that looks like so much fun. So, it's it's a hatchback. It's got 300 horsepower. It's got this unique engine, 1.6 liter, three cylinder turbo. Come on, man. So you know that thing's taking premium. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's 100 horsepower per cylinder, and then and then it's all wheel drive. I mean, come on. It's. I'm sorry. I saw it the other day, and I was like, oh, that is definitely something I could see myself. I'm not, I don't like paying the premium for Toyota these days, but mm -hmm. in a couple of years, a couple of these come down the chain, this car. Now I will preface this is why I say it's a stretch goal. This is definitely a $40,000 baseline car. Easy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's the type R that's the, so we'll see. It's a stretch goal. We'll see how, how, how I rise the ranks in my career. If I yeah. start, uh, you never know. Well, this is why you start planning way ahead of time. Like you gotta, it can't just be a spontaneous thing buying a car. You gotta spend a lot of time researching and looking it up and doing test drives and making sure that it's the right car for you. Oh, so 100%. Now, now's the time to start.
Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for going down the, uh, the, the list with me, but now I have to, I have to, I have to guess something of yours. We're yeah. going to walk through live here on the show. I have to guess Sean's dream car. And then Sean's going to guess my dream car. So we're going to try and get into each other's headspace here. We've been podcasting for ah, I've almost um, more than a year now. Is it more than a year yeah, yet? It's been, yeah, it's been more than a year. All right. So, so I'm, I'm tapping into my Shawnee B mentality and I got to understand what he's thinking. So this is okay. Uh, brand, I'm going to start with brand, Sean. Is it a, okay. is it a Mercedes Benz? No, it is not. Okay. Nissan. I'll tell you. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to make it a little bit harder for you. I have two. Oh, two, two dream cars. Double one down. Specifically, one is for aesthetics and one is for functionality. And uh, mm. we'll say one's old school, one's new school. Okay. Okay. All right. That doesn't. So are we talking luxury? Uh, we're talking. Or is this like household? Is this household, household brand? Household brand. Okay. Are we for Toyota? Is the brand Toyota? It is not. Uh, let's see. Lexus. Nope. Oh, man. Thing I, so, oh, BMW. Nope. Okay. So you're not a BMW <laughs> guy and you're not a Mercedes guy. Nope. Not, Those, not and, luxury. There's, there's a difference between dream and, and luxury. I think that I, for me, even the aesthetic car is uh, a household name brand. The functionality one's definitely a household name brand. Okay. Ford. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought for sure when you when you were saying, yeah, this uh, is... no. Okay. Oh man. Household name. Okay. Uh is it a Jeep? No. Okay. So those are two really terrible car companies. So I'm <laughs> glad that you don't like them. it is not a Jeep or a found on road dead. Is it is it an American car maker? Uh yes, I think they are. Are they are they new? Like when you say new school, is this an electric vehicle? No, no, it's not okay, an electric so vehicle. This but is a, a gasoline guzzling beast. Close. Diesel. Oh, okay. Okay. It is an Audi for sure. Nope. Dang, man. Remember functionality? Is... We're going functionality. Functionality. What? Audi's functioning great. Do you want me to give you a hint? Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Huge tow package. Okay. And it's not a Toyota. It's not a Lexus. Nope. Huge tow package. Made okay. Okay. So it's a truck. It's a Dodge. It is a Dodge. You're going with the Dodge Laramie. Uh, yeah. Dodge, Dodge Ram Laramie edition. Yep. 2022. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is straight up <laughs> my, my dream truck. I have dreamed of owning a truck for so long, but I've never had one. I've always had sedans. I got the Subarus and I have SUV. I've always dreamed of of owning uh, a truck. But yeah, the the Dodge Ram Laramie specifically. I can't that, that's believe a good I got one. the trim. That's, level. I got to get some extra points for nailing the trim level. That yeah, is that's uh, impressive because uh, they have like six or seven different trim levels. Well, um, I well I'll tell you. So I have a story about the Laramie. My old project manager. Oh man, you're gonna fit right in with the project <laughs> managers. My old project mar- manager drove a Dodge Ram Laramie. Oh, and he, I mean, he made money. 
he had, he made the six figures. He, uh, you know, he really, he knew how to do it, man. And worked for countywide mechanical systems out of, out of, uh, El Cajon, California. And we would drive in that Laramie. And I'm telling you, there was some great functionality. You're hundred percent right. It had, it had everything you could really, I mean, even down to like the coat, you can put your phone in the, it's like built in, mm-hmm. it's built all around, like being a worker, a yep. blue collar man, which yeah. is great. That, I mean, it, that's, that's why I want it so bad is it's the pure essence. I know the F-150, the F-250, they're also pure, like working class, hardworking Americans. But for me, the Dodge Ram 2500 um, turbo diesel, uh, I want it. I want a diesel to get that power and the, the fuel economy. Uh, Beautiful. But, but yeah, I just, I dream of driving a big Dodge Ram one of these days. All right, man. So we're running out of uh, out of juice here. You're gonna have to guess mine, but tell me what your luxury or sorry, your aesthetics. Aesthetics. My, my aesthetics. Uh, if I could buy any car for sex, it would be a 1967 Chevy Impala. There is no way I would have ever got that, and I'm so nope. glad that you told me. It is. It is by far the most classic looking muscle car, in my opinion. Um, I just love them. I drove an Impala, a much newer Impala for several years. Uh, I really like the Chevy brand and their 67 Impala, I think is not only is it one of their most classic Impalas to date, I think it is the most aesthetically pleasing, the aesthetically sounding it is. Um, if anyone's a sci-fi fan, it's the, the Impala that uh, is in Supernatural, that Dean uh, and Sam drive is the 67 Impala. Oh, so, I, I could I, see an Impala. I really could. Yeah, I, I could I see would, in both of these. I'd own one in a heartbeat if I could. Get that Dodge Ram, man. We'll we'll go we'll go out and have some fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, <sighs> okay. So I'm gonna go. Yours is not a Ford or a uh, what was the other one you said that was bad? <laughs> oh, Jeep. Yeah, Jeep. Def- Ford or def- Jeep. Definitely not definitely a Ford not or Jeep. a Ford or Jeep. Okay. Um, it is. I will say it's foreign. Okay. It's foreign. All right, let's roll with uh, uh, Lexus. It is not a Lexus. Okay. Uh, Beamer. I hate BMWs. Okay, good to know. <laughs> good to know. He hates the Beamers. Okay. I, I'm just not a fan. And I honestly, I've driven some before and it's, I, I they're cool, but it's too cliche. It really mm-hmm. is. Sorry. Yeah. To, every, I feel to everybody who owns a BMW, I'm sure they're great but this is my dream and not yours. <laughs> this is my dream and not you're the quote of the night. This is my dream and not yours. Uh, okay. So other foreign Mercedes. No, but you're getting, you're getting close. Like this would be a close brand to like Mercedes. I would say Porsche. Ooh, that's the brand. That's the brand. Okay. That's the brand. Porsche, Porsche. I know. I don't think you're a big electric car fan. I don't no. think so. So it's not going to be with the electric. Um, I'm going to go with the, the Macan. Oh, no, but no? it's close. Okay. Hit There's me. only what so many. I know. I know. I don't really know a whole lot of Porsches. Well, Ma- not... Macan is the, is the SUV. Oh, that's right. You're a sedan guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, uh, well, I'm a sportsy guy, man. I'm a, <sighs> We talking the Panamera? 
We are talking the 718 Cayman. Oh, the Cayman. That's the hard top. Dude, I mean, just. Oh, that is a, that is a sexy looking just, car. I mean, 300 horsepower, 4.9 seconds. I mean, zero to 60, that is. I don't know. I, there's something, there's something about it. You can get like the, yeah, the GTS four, 394 horsepower in, oh in that. Lord. Oh, I don't know, man. That's I think that at this point, that mid engine design, the fact that it's still so refined, like to me, this is the Seiko Swiss mm-hmm. watch of cars. Like they, they keep, I, I don't even know. Like, Seiko is not necessarily even known for like precision, I guess. But, but in my mind, this is like the, what I mean is I'm relating it to like a well-made something like they, this brand to me, they think of design and I'm all about design. I'm a design engineer. I want to feel like when I get in there, I see, like, I feel comfortable. There's Mm -hmm. a clock, there's a physical clock that's ticking up on the, up on the yeah, dashboard. It's an, it's an analog clock, isn't it? It's an analog clock. Man. Oh, they're I just, so they're so cool. Yeah, I just and then and then the fob is like it's like the Porsche. I don't know. I, maybe one day I'll, I'll. This is a dream. This is a dream. Let's be let's be real. Yeah, I'm not yep. going to be making this much engineering money ever. There's no, no way. But you know, there's nothing wrong with with having a dream. There isn't, listeners. So <laughs> get on board the dream team, baby. Yeah. Man, I'm hyped tonight, Sean. I played some drums this evening, and I'm not gonna lie, it was fire. I was Ooh. doing some, I was doing some uh back back in the day. I used to rock out to some Bruno Mars on my drum kit. Mm-hmm. And man, I was I was going through some of his stuff. He just hits it, man. He and does. it's like his music. I mean, I was just good. I will send you this beat I was playing after. I was like, babe, babe, I need this recorded. <laughs> I mean, it was oh. I'm getting into the, just the swung feel like out off the rocker. Let me see if I can pull this up right now. Let the, let the listeners hear something interesting. Do it. Yeah. I, I haven't played music in a while. Oh, you gotta get closer. I don't think I can hear it. Oh, really? Oh, there we go. There we go. I mean, it's out there for sure, but it's it's this Rasta beat, like it goes along with the song perfect. Yeah, that seems really funky. I like it. <laughs> for the listeners, I am watching John dance in his chair. This is awesome. <laughs> well, Sean, as always, it has been a it has been a ride, yes. and uh, we have gone through everything. We've gone through what we drive. We've go, we've gone through what we want to drive. And I even guessed your Laramie. I can't believe it. This I know. Is, I am so impressed. Uh, this has been an amazing episode once again. And hey, have fun at Disneyland tomorrow. Thank you. Um, I will. Enjoy the time and have a great week. To all you listeners out there, thanks again for listening to another episode of the How To Hobby Podcast. We'll be back to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How To Hobby Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a like and or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks a lot and take care.